say we do my god we do what he promised to do i can see him walking in my favor nathaniel i can see him walking at my miracle i can see him fighting in my battle he will do what he says he will do my god will do what he promised to do Jehovah, born your man, on your man. What a mighty God will say. It's countdown, countdown, countdown to December 15th. Our turning point conference. This thing was okay. Please don't touch it the way it was. Leave it the way it was. Please. Countdown. Thank you. Countdown to 20 to 15th of December, 15th to 19th. What a glorious season we are in. I don't know how many of you are expectant. I'm speaking more to you about it before the service is over. But something good is about to happen. It's in the horizon. And I'm expectant. I don't know about you. I'm expectant today. I'm expectant tomorrow. I know that God will do what he alone can do. If you believe it, let me hear your loudest amen. It's God and not man. Today I will begin... A subject I call unscripted blessings. Unscripted. When you write a script, it means that the project is well planned, well mapped out, well budgeted for, expected to the highest height. Most of the time, when you see actors on the screen or your television screen or whatever screen you're watching from, what they are acting is already scripted. It's already planned out. Everybody has learned and rehearsed his or her role. And they only come out and what you see is the final product of a well-rehearsed script. But here, I am talking about unscripted blessings. Blessings that are thrown at you that you were not even expecting. That's to say, God will do one, the ones you are expecting and do more. Remember that the theme of our conference in December is showers of blessings. And the Lord was telling me this morning, showers of blessings according to Ezekiel 34, um, um, 46. Now, the Lord was telling me this morning, just this morning. He said, when I begin to speak to you, about blessings, blessings, blessings. 
you expect that something is about to happen so if we are talking about unscripted blessings in the month of november and we have showers of blessings in december ah this is not ordinary and god is bringing to this place some some of his choicest men to minister in that conference already confirmed we have archbishop joseph ojo we have archbishop john alagbala osauni we have bishop tom samson the one to whom money flows like water I don't know how he does it, but I believe God has just chosen to favor him. People can criticize for all they care. He's not even looking at them. God is just blessing him and he's accepting the blessing. You know, there are people that know how to use money and make people envious. When God blesses you, may he give you the strength to use the money to his glory. That amen is not good enough. Okay, so we are talking about unscripted blessings and God said something beyond you is about to happen to you. It's in the positive sense. You know, when the blessings come that you cannot contain or control, and so God said to me, let's go to Isaiah 61. Where we took a Bible reading from. Okay. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because I wanted me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. This is a season. Of the gospel to the poor a season of healing the broken-hearted a season of liberty to the captives everyone that's held under any kind of captivity by the devil shall be set free that amen is not good enough everyone that's in satanic prison of any kind amen we shall proclaim freedom and opening of the door hallelujah we shall declare the acceptable year of the lord amen the lord will declare a day of vengeance of our god to comfort you to comfort everybody who mourns to console those who mourn in zion for adventure you had any reason to mourn in any way in any form or shape the season of your comfort is here. Can I hear your loudest amen? More loss of resources, loss of a dear one, loss of any kind, your season of replenishment is here. That amen is still not good enough. For every spirit of heaviness you have experienced, the Lord is going to exchange it for a garment of praise. Get set to put on a garment of praise. 
because involuntarily praise will be flowing out of your mouth do you know what that means you are seeing things that are happening all around you in front of you at your back you don't know when you open your mouth and you begin to sing praises after singing the ones you plan remember we're talking about scripted blessing there'll be a season a room for scripted praise you never planned it but because of the joy because of the excitement because of the glory because of the enormity of what god is doing you bust out singing praises garment of praise for the spirit of heaven amen and from today you shall be called trees of righteousness praise ye the lord the planting of the lord all this so that his name might be glorified in you he will do all this to glorify himself in all the ring places all the places that have been ruined will be rebuilt by you either in your personal life in your business in your situation or circumstance every lineage will be rebuilt remember it's unscripted even the ruins you have forgotten god will remind you and rebuild them former desolations shall be raised up you repair ruined cities Sometimes when I look around me, I see things that I don't like. I was speaking to somebody yesterday. I said in some clients, in some parts of the world, before you build a residential accommodation in any facility, in any land, the government will ensure that basic facilities are available in that area road third road water light electricity if they are not available you will not be allowed to build but here it's not the case if you get your land anywhere built even the ones that have been built before you were born they have not even tied the roads and nobody i don't think there's anybody thinking about these things but god did not say in this contest that governments will build he said you will build god is raising up to a level raising us up to a level where we tie this street tie this one tie that one it will break down their bureaucracy that says you cannot build anything because some, some people have attempted to build this and the government say no you cannot be bring the money have you ever heard of that a church i know about wanted to fix the road leading to its uh, a facility the government people say no you cannot build it bring the money and your guess is as good as mine what will happen to that money if it's given to them will be broken down because we shall build ruined states we shall rebuild them faith like charismatic bible church will rise to a point where we build roads 
whose streets, whose street lights do things to the benefit of humanity and mankind and the church in general. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With building series and desolation of many generations. It seems like this scripture is talking about this part of the world. There's desolation of many generations. People that have traveled from this part of the world to out of the country, maybe spent 10 years. When they are coming back, they expect to see some development. But they still come back and meet their home street on time. Everything is still the same. The water that used to run before is no longer running. They are now depending on borehole. All that we have to change. And who will bring the change? Who will bring the change? In two ways. Either God will take you to government to facilitate the process. Or he will bless you with material resources to do it on your own. Can I hear your loudest amen? But that is a promise here. Unscripted, unscripted blessings are coming. Amen. Can go on and on. But let's leave that out. Let me share something with you today. About the plan of God. I will share two. Of the unscripted blessings to expect this season. I will share two of them. There are several of them that you should expect this season. As I'm talking about them, they will be happening to you. If you believe, let me hear your ladders. Amen. As I begin to say them, some of you will already see them happening already. They didn't understand. But now you will understand. And you are going to expect more. Number one. There will be unlimited grace available for obedient children. Every obedient child of God should expect the manifestation of unlimited grace in this season. The grace of God will be manifested in an unlimited way. Gloriously manifested. Hosea, sorry, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. The Bible says, let us dare with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That we may receive mercy. The kind of mercy that will work on your behalf this season with the unprecedented. Because you live in a season of God's mercy. God will even discountenance your mistakes. I'm speaking as a prophet now. Some of you, the devil will come to you and say to you, you are suffering because of your error. Because of the mistakes you made. It will remind you of some of the things you didn't do so right. But I'm here today as a representative of, as a representative of Jehovah to let you know that 
God is overlooking those mistakes. By the virtue of his mercy and grace, he's overlooking them because not only have you repented, you have turned a new leaf. And there's no reason for you to suffer what you are repented from. As a matter of fact, God does not recognize them anymore. Your mistakes are thrown into God's ocean of forgetfulness. He cannot remember them anymore. So when the devil is even talking about it, and you present to God and say, God forgive me. God will say, forgive you of what? What am I forgiving you of? You are the one reminding God of the mistake. When you repented, as soon as you turned a new leaf, God forgave. So his mercy will overwhelm you. His mercy will overcome every form of judgment pronounced against you. As the devil is raising the banner of judgment, the angels of the Most High are raising the banner of mercy. And the mercy of God will prevail over the judgment of Satan. And there's nothing he can do. There's absolutely nothing he can do. The mercy of the Most High will absolutely prevail. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. The Bible says, Say, for sin shall not have dominion over you. Hallelujah. Since you are not under the law, but under grace. Glory to God. It shall not have dominion over you because you are not under the law, but under grace. Why should sin dominate your life? Sin cannot rule your life anymore. The grace to overcome in the area of sin, you have it already. You prevail over sin sin cannot dominate you anymore you see a life that's dominated by sin is a life in perpetual pendulum of confusion it's up today it's down tomorrow up today down tomorrow that's not your portion sin cannot dominate you because you are not under the law for those that are under the law, they can be dominated. But because you are under grace, you have the grace of God to live over and above sin. Amen. To live over and above sin. Over and above. Over and above. Over and above. You can do it. You can live over it. Some people think that in this life, you cannot do without sin. Yes, you can. Some people said, oh, we are like fishes in the water. As the fish cannot deny water, so we cannot deny sin. You can come out of the water. You have legs. Walk out of the water. And embrace the grace of God. Firstly, you are not a fish. Firstly, you are not. Secondly, you are not inside water. But even if you claim to be a fish. And you think you are inside water. Come out. And die to sin and live unto righteousness. A fish that lives water will die. A sinner that lives sin will die to sin. And Jesus, a sinner that listen and embraces the grace of God. Amen. Will die to sin and be alive unto righteousness and be alive unto God. That's what you need to do. So that the grace of God has been made available to you 
will work well for you. Hallelujah. 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 Titus chapter 2 verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Amen. In verse, um, verse uh, 15, it says, teaching us, hallelujah, to desist from all unrighteousness. Let's look at that. Open it. Titus chapter 2 verse 15. I just quoted verse 14. Let's look at verse 15. Glory to God. If you have seen it, read it for me. You are not using the mic, please. Use it. Titus 2 verse 15. Yes. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Um, are you sure you got it right? Titus 2.15 12, it should be 12 I read 11 I should be 12. Teaching us that Teaching us Yes Denying ungodliness That we should deny ungodliness And worldly lusts And worldly lusts Worldly lusts, we should deny them, we should reject them We should desist from them We should live soberly And then we must live soberly Righteously, righteously, and godly, and godly in this present world. In this present world, we deny ungodliness. Amen. Read it again. Teaching us that denying ungodliness, deny ungodliness, and worldly lusts, worldly lusts, we should live soberly. We must live soberly, righteously, righteously, and godly, and godly in this present world. This present world, the grace of God has appeared unto all men, unto everybody. Amen. That's verse 11. The grace of God has appeared. And this is what he's teaching us. And so the grace of God will see you through. You will live a sober life, a righteous life, godly life in this present world. Amen. A life that glorifies him. Your life becomes epitomized with the righteousness of God. With the glory of God. You become a reference point in righteousness, in holiness, in glorifying God. You become a reference point. Can I hear your loudest amen? Become a reference point. That's what he's teaching us. That's the kind of blessing that's going to come upon you. Upon every obedient child. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, it says, God is able to make all grace abound to you. So that having all sufficiency in all things. Amen. At all times. You can have sufficiency of all things at all times. Praise the Lord. You can have sufficiency of everything. You will lack nothing. I pronounce upon you today. According to this scripture. Hallelujah. Second eight, You will have sufficient sufficiency. 
in every area of your life. I say you will have sufficiency in all things, in every area of your life. So, somebody shout sufficiency. Savour the sound of that word. Savour it. Sufficiency. You lack nothing. You have all your needs met. The grace of God abounds towards you that you always have all sufficiency in all things. Why? So that you can abound unto every good work. You can abound to every good work. God is raising new set of philanthropists. I said God is raising new sets of philanthropists. Because many of the ones he has raised have failed him. The Bible says he that giveth to the poor does what? Lendeth to his God. And he will repay him. God is going to give to you because he knows your heart. You have a heart to give. Sarah, God is going to so bless you, your ministry, because the time to bless the poor, to bless people, to lift people up from the doldrum is here. So blessings are coming. Shout, say blessings are coming. Shout it as you believe it. Shout it loud. Say blessings are coming my way. So that you can abound unto every good work you have sufficiency in all things sufficiency in all things that's the will of god sufficiency in all things sufficiency in all things you lack nothing amen in first Peter chapter 5 verse 10 he said that, and after you have suffered a little, amen, the God of grace who has called you to his eternal glory, amen, in Christ, will himself do what? Restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Can I hear your loudest, amen? Look at what God is going to do for you by his grace this time. He will first of all restore everything that you have lost. It doesn't take God eternity to restore. Some of the things you have lost is a test. I'm telling you the truth. It's a test to test your reaction. To see what you will do. To see how you will react. But God has seen you. I'm speaking to somebody in the house. God has seen you. He has seen your reaction. He has heard your word of praise. That in spite of all that you lost, you did not grumble. You did not complain. You did not give up. You are still trusting him. And he says to tell you today, he will restore everything you ought to have gotten this year 
which have not come to you, this is your season of restoration. Even the things you have forgotten that you didn't think will yet come to you, God is bringing them about. The God of gods, the Lord of lords and the King of kings is bringing about a miracle that's beyond your imagination. Something glorious is about to happen. You are a recipient of divine grace. He will restore them all. He will restore them all. He will restore them all. After restoring them, he will confirm that it is done. The angels will come to him and report. Lord, we are restored to him all that he has lost. He will send another set of angels. Go and confirm. Go and see my son. Go and see my daughter. Go and confirm the restoration of her. If anything is lacking somewhere, restore more. And let me tell you this. As far as God is concerned, when you are dealing with God, if you miss out on 